If you have ever struggled with procrastination, wanting to get you know, work done and, and, and not getting it done, I think that you're going to like today's episode. We all procrastinate. We all do it. We all do. Some people, yeah, worse than others. Some days, meh, worse than others. But it's almost never about the work itself or even the person doing the procrastinating. Uh, and, and let me tell you this, it's, it's not a character flaw. You may have some emotional stuff, some subconscious stuff going on that is contributing to procrastinating, but it's not because you are bad or like you are wrong. I saw an article the other day called The Most Important Question in Therapy. And I clicked and it inspired today's episode. So normally I talk about marketing, copywriting, business building, etc. But hey, if you're procrastinating, then it's going to infect it's going to affect your ability to do marketing, copywriting, business building, etc. And so I thought that I would veer off course of the normal marketing, copywriting, business building content for this. Hey, if you like this episode, regardless of if you're interested in those other topics, don't forget to like and subscribe because this is the kind of stuff that interests me, that excites me, that I know is important no matter what you're doing, including marketing, copywriting, business building. So like and subscribe and you can get more content like this delivered to you. And with that, let's dive in. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, for today's episode, the sponsor is me, of course. I want you to check the link in the description to training your subconscious success mechanism. Training your subconscious success mechanism. That training is incredibly relevant to this, and the reason why will be revealed more as we go. But if you check that out, it's about how to work with your subconscious mind and your emotional uh, mind or feelings and how to use them to give yourself an advantage as you look to achieve success in your career, your business. So this article the other, the other day, uh, the most important question in therapy, I'll make sure in, to include a link to that as well. So I care about this. Like number one, I was a psych major. Number two, my wife is a psychologist. Um, number three, I'm constantly working on self-improvement. Number four, I'm always looking for good journaling prompts. So I have all sorts of reasons why I'm interested in this and why I would click on an, an article like this. Um, but I'm like, I'm always looking to have a better understanding of why our brains do what they do, how our brains work, how to make our brains work more in alignment with our values, our goals. And, um, and, and this is absolutely one of those ways that you can do that because a better you is better at all your work, you know? Yes, okay, I have an advantage as a marketer if I understand my my market better and how their feelings work and how their thoughts work, I'm going to be able to be more persuasive. But also just if you are procrastinating, if you're struggling to get your work done, you're just not going to have as much success at whatever you put your mind to. So 
as I was going through this article, it actually did a really good job of, of teasing you and forcing you to read the full article. Uh, it went through all these different questions um, that are common in therapy. So um, what do you think you should do was an example of a very powerful question. Okay, so, and, and by the way, these are questions that work for consultants too, for, for business consultants. Oh, um, you're struggling in your business. What do you think you should do about that? You're struggling to get conversions. What do you think you should do about that? You want to elicit the person's good strategies because that person has probably thought through the problem and the resources available to solve it a lot more than you have. And whether you're doing therapy or consulting, coaching, whatever, what do you think you should do is a pretty solid question, right? Um, and then oftentimes your, your, your client will have um, objections come up, right? Um, the person that you're speaking with would have objections come up and the same thing happens in therapy. Oh, but if I do this, like, oh, it's gonna be terrible, I'm gonna be rejected, whatever. Um, and so the next question that was covered in this article was, so what? So what if things go bad? So what if, you know, you get rejected? So what if these things don't work out right? Again, none of these are yet the most important question in therapy that was presented in this article, but so what? Um, it, it, that forces the brain to start to uh, do, do premeditatio malorum, which is a stoic term for thinking about what happens when things go wrong and how you might respond to that, which is really effective for, um, for actually coming up with a, a good plan for moving forward. Here's another question that I really like. Um, this is a version of the magic wand question that comes up in, in consulting. If a miracle happened tonight and the problem was solved, what would be the first thing you'd notice that would indicate that a miracle had occurred? If a miracle happened tonight and the problem was solved, what would be the first thing you'd notice that would indicate that a miracle had occurred? So you're asking for the success criteria, the incredible success criteria. You're asking for um, how somebody would notice that everything was suddenly better. So all of those are good questions. Those are not, not what was presented as the most important question in therapy. Um, none of them get at the deeper issue behind so much pain and why we procrastinate. Um, and like all of that, all of the deeper issues that we face, reasons that we are procrastinating is pretty much always about avoidance. And so the question, the, the, the number one question that was presented in this article is, what does this current behavior allow you to avoid? What does this current behavior allow you to avoid? So if you're procrastinating, you are doing something instead of the work. And so if you were to ask yourself, maybe in a journal, what does this current behavior allow you to avoid? Well, you're going to, and, and you're honest with yourself, and you're talking about feelings, not just the tactical like, oh, scrolling Facebook allows me to avoid my work. Okay, that's lame. <laughs> like, um, that's not, that's not truly answering the question from the perspective of what you're avoiding because you're avoiding some kind of experience. You're not avoiding the work. You're avoiding some kind of painful experience, right? And so what does your avoidance behavior, what does your procrastination behavior allow you to avoid? What negative experience emotion? So why do we procrastinate? It, it is about avoidance. I actually 
did this journal to myself and some of the some of the language that came out was insecurity like i don't know if i'm if i'm good enough like i i don't know if when I procrastinate, it's like, I don't know if I have a good enough idea for this. I don't know if I have a, a like, I don't know if everything is right. I don't know if I'm perfect yet, <laughs> right? I'm insecure about not being perfect yet. So that's a reason that we might procrastinate. Unknowingness. Um, I don't even know if that's a word, but it captured what I was looking for here. Oftentimes when I'm procrastinating, there is a sense of things that I don't know that I might be able to figure out or that I might um, have some hurdles that I know that are preventing me from figuring it out. Like I had an issue about a campaign schedule for a big campaign that I'm working on. That was a reason to procrastinate because I didn't know and I was struggling to get that information. And until I had that information, it was an excuse. It was an excuse that allowed me to avoid like figuring out how to move forward um, prior to knowing that. And then when I said, well, I'm going to do my best anyway, then I was able to move forward. Right. Um, and the procrastination stopped. We procrastinate, um, to avoid feeling dumb, to avoid feeling dumb. We always want to feel smart. We want to feel on top of things. We want to feel intelligent, but we Sometimes when we're working, especially if we're doing creative work or, or work that requires us to, to push our limits, to stretch, to, to live beyond our boundaries, then sometimes we're going to feel dumb. Sometimes we're going to feel incapable. Some, sometimes we're going to feel like we just don't have like the, the, we, we don't have the, the competence to achieve what we're trying to achieve. And so we will slip into procrastination behaviors so that we don't have to feel dumb. Feeling not good enough, I kind of talked about that in the context of insecurity, but there can be all sorts of ways where we're just not feeling good enough. Like we're not good enough to do whatever. And so we, we adopt procrastinating or avoidance behaviors. Rejection, this is a big one. Doing our best um, and then being rejected is a very painful experience. And I know for me, this has been like a huge driver of, um, procrastination type behavior, avoidance type behaviors is just this, this desire to avoid rejection. And so we don't do the thing that we know that we need to do because we're looking to avoid rejection. And so like, for example, if you never finish the book that you're writing, then you never face the fact that somebody's going to give you a one-star review on Amazon or that nobody's going to buy the book or whatever, right? If you never do whatever it is you're trying to do, you're avoiding rejection by not completing the project, by not putting yourself out there, by not doing the thing. All around, we procrastinate because we're avoiding some kind of pain. We're avoiding some kind of negative emotion. Now, here's the crazy thing. Like, when we procrastinate, we actually have good feelings that come from procrastination. Um, there, there are, there's, there's dopamine that gets triggered in our brain. Um, and in fact, the world is built these days to enable avoidance and procrastination, to give us little dopamine hits. So especially if you have a smartphone, um, you have infinite capacity to give yourself little dopamine hits 
in ways that like drug addicts of the past could have only hoped for because of the minimal negative consequences of diving into the dopamine deluge of the internet and infinite scroll and all the things that are accessible online. And um, I'm, I'm going through this book, the audiobook. It's, it's available in lots of formats, The Molecule of More, um, which is actually the number one bestseller in med medicine and psychology right now. Um, I'll include a link in the description to that on Amazon as well. But it's all about how dopamine works in, in the brain, the dopaminergic system. And um, dopamine is, is actually, it, it's not necessarily a pleasure, um, a pleasure molecule. It is a pursuit like a, it's a neurotransmitter that feeds our feelings of pursuit. So when you're infinite scrolling, you're pursuing that next discovery and that next discovery and that next discovery and that next discovery. And these dopamine hits, they give us um, a, a relief feeling. Like when we pursue and we get, then it's like, oh, okay. It's this release, this, this relief um, versus actually confronting avoidance. Um, it there's no relief in confronting avoidance. Um, at least there's not that kind of immediate relief feeling that you can get from uh, procrastination. And so dopamine will reward um, in ways, it will reward the, the procrastination behaviors, the avoidance behaviors by giving you this little immediate feeling of relief. But that immediate relief also prolongs the pain. And so those things that you're trying to avoid, yes, you can avoid them for the moment, but they don't go away. And so if you want to get past procrastination, you have to find reward in starting what you're avoiding, in starting what you're avoiding. Um, so like one example of that one tool that I've been using, and actually I have a session starting in a couple minutes, so I have to wrap up this episode fairly quickly. I've been using this tool called FocusMe. And Focusmate, you basically log on and you say, hey, I'm going to do this during this 30 minutes. And um, my goal is to finish that. And boom. And so you get this, this reward from starting the, the thing that you've been avoiding. And then usually once you've started, you make a lot of progress toward it. And this all points to this, this idea that the way out is through. Get help if you need it, right? Like if you need help, if, if you're avoiding some like really serious pain, you may need some help of a therapist, right? You may need, need some help of somebody that can, that can help you with that deep stuff. But in general, this idea that the way out is through is what's going to serve you best. Carl Jung said, the, one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. The way that we deal with these pains, these things that we're trying to avoid is actually by, by like making that conscious, moving into and through the pain. And so, for example, like I use journaling. A therapy is another great tool. There's lots of ways to move into and through the pain so you can address it and really to work with the subconscious. And that's part of what I talk about in that training, which is why that that training, um, training your subconscious success mechanism is so relevant to this because it is about focusing on working through things, working, working through the things that are holding you back. And once you've worked through them, then they can turn around and serve you. And so if you're struggling to do what you need to do, you can start by just asking this question. What does this current behavior allow you to avoid? So the behavior that is not the thing that you want to be doing, the behavior that is what you're doing while you're procrastinating, what does that current behavior allow you to avoid? Okay, 
So that requires you to define, okay, here's what the, the procrastination behavior is. Here's what it's allowing me to avoid, which is that feeling, the negative feeling, the negative experience. And then the, the actual work itself that you have this perception is going to trigger all of those negative feelings. And then you just work your way back and you do the thing that you're avoiding. And it benefits if you can make the avoidance behavior harder. So if you need to change your environment or whatever it's going to take, um, install filters, install whatever on, on your uh, computer so that you don't have access to things. Turn off notifications on your phone. Use Focusmate or you know other tools like that that allow you to stay focused. But all of it goes back to doing the thing that you're avoiding and finding reward in that. And, you know, you can start to experience, if you make it intentional, you can start to experience a reward in feeling the fear, feeling the, like, what you're trying to avoid, and then doing it anyway, confronting it, moving through it, moving into it. There's that classic image and it shows up in cartoons but it also shows up in real life like a little kid is afraid of the monster in the closet and it's this like shadow projected on the wall and whatever and maybe it's maybe it's moving around a little bit and then um says mommy 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 there's there's a monster in my closet and mom comes in and turns on the lights and you realize that it's maybe a, a piece of clothing that the open window, the breeze through the open window was causing to sway back and forth. And based on the direction of light in the room, it was projecting the shadow up on the wall that looked like this big monster that was moving around, right? Well, that, that shadow is very scary, but when we project light on it, but when we move into and through it, it makes it far less scary. And so moving into those things that you're avoiding can often make them far less scary. And just remember, as we wrap this up, procrastination does not mean that you are bad. It's natural and normal for human beings. We want to move toward good feelings. We want to move away from bad. And when you procrastinate, when you are avoiding things that give you pain, you're doing what humans do. And... You can also choose to do another thing that humans do, which is to find deeper pleasure and meaning in confronting that which you're avoiding and finding intellectual strength, emotional strength, spiritual strength, um, sometimes physical strength, if that's involved too, by confronting that which you have been avoiding. And don't forget, there are links related to this lesson, training your subconscious success mechanism, the most important question in therapy, the molecule of more, all of those links are in the description. I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Clearly, this is not really about marketing, um, but it will make you a better marketer and a better person to really be able to go through the lessons in today's episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you want more content like this, especially if you are in marketing, copywriting, business building, entrepreneurship, etc. And I will catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.